from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. It's a little bit cold and overcast outside. It's about 13.1 degrees here in Newcastle West and uh, you can feel every bit of it. You really can. But uh, at the moment, the showers are light, but they are certainly going to be increasing over the next uh, few hours. In particular, we are going to be hit with it uh, come Saturday and Sunday, but it's with us all the way through until Tuesday. So make sure wherever you go, you've got your umbrella with you or your raincoat or uh, whatever you've use to keep you uh, out of the rain if you're like me you just use your running shoes but just uh, just be aware I'm really excited to have my next guest here in the studio with me uh, she has founded something quite uh, quite impressive here in Newcastle and the Hunter it is uh, Nadine Samwell good morning and welcome Nadine Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm, lo- I'm great, thank you. It is so lovely to have you in the studio. Now, we've been talking about your career and uh, you've, uh, you've come to, uh, to this a little bit later, later down your career track. Um, tell me, what got you in, interested in, uh, in doing all of the, uh, the eco side of things? I know you're a very passionate interior designer. How did you end up creating the Eco Edition? Uh, Well, I started out as an interior designer about 15 or so years ago, but I'd really had a lifelong passion for interior design. It just wasn't something that I guess I had the opportunity to do when I was sustainability as well. It's been, I think, there since in in high school. I had a high school science teacher Mm. who started a sustainability group, and back then it was just so unknown. It was this... um, you were the wackos. <laughs> Absolutely, we were. So um, it was this little group at school and I think ever since then it's just been this um, this interest and I guess this lifestyle. And then when I realised that I could incorporate the sustainability uh, passion into my job as an interior designer, it was just such a win-win for me. It was like this light bulb moment mm-hmm. of, of going, oh, wow, I can actually marry the two things up and create sustainable interiors. And it just wasn't something that ever kind of um, I thought I'd be able to do before. I thought they were going to be two separate mm-hmm. um, two separate loves. How did you come to interior design? Because uh, you and I were talking off air about, uh, you know, your career uh, was previously in, in advertising and in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in print print creation and, and uh, you know, really behind the scenes of, of the advertising industry. How did you go from that into interior design? Well, I guess the interior design had always been there. So um, I remember as a kid, I got given a doll's house and 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 I know it's, <laughs> it sounds funny, but I think ever since then, I've been an interior designer. I used to create different rooms and I'd make shopping centres and all these things for the dolls, you know, mm-hmm. they had a lovely life. And then um, as I got older and then had the opportunity to, you know, buy my first house, mm-hmm. I renovated that. Um, I've renovated every place I'd ever lived in. I've renovated other people's houses. <laughs> if someone's doing something in their home, I'm like putting up my hand asking if they need help. Mm-hmm. So it's always something that's been there. And then when I finally had a good think about what I was doing career-wise, I mean, I I really enjoyed advertising. It was, it was such an interesting job. Um, but... It, the the passion really was interior design and that's when I decided to make that step across and retrain and and that's where I've been ever since and just been absolutely loving it. 
it is something that uh, you've got to have a passion for interior design, don't you? Does it frustrate when you go into places and you go, oh, that is just all in the wrong place, or you go into a brand new uh, pub or a new restaurant? Do you do you does it actually go through your mind and go, oh, that's really bad? They, can you go anywhere and not look at things? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know no. when we walked in, we walked in the studio and you went, oh, double doors. I went, love it, love yeah. it. <laughs> I can't, I can't go anywhere. But I actually really enjoy that. It's just I just find it so fascinating. Like I've got this reputation for one of the places I used to work of turning chairs upside down because everywhere I'd go, I'd go, oh, who made the chair? And, you know, I'd be tipping it upside down and sitting in it and then go, okay, now we need to, you know, keep moving because it wasn't where I was staying. So, or I'm, you know, standing at the counter um, feeling to see what the material is, Mm. you know, how things are made. So it's just this constant fascination of just wondering how things are made. So obviously, uh, so Eco Edition, you founded it during uh, the COVID lockdown. Oh my God, truly. Mm. Did you actually actively do it during COVID or did it just coincide with the fact that you were opening and COVID hit? Uh, No, it was because of COVID. So uh, I used to live in Sydney, um, was working full time as a um, design manager down in Sydney and then moved up to Newcastle and COVID hit and couldn't work because the whole industry basically Mm. shut down for a while while everyone was working out um, what was going on essentially. Uh, So um, I just wanted to keep the passion for interior design alive and and I was also just I'm just genuinely interested in sustainable design so I started going searching for good articles to read and just that I guess design stimulation that I needed like normally I'd be out and about I'd be seeing things and going to different events and and new buildings and whatnot but I couldn't I couldn't do that anymore so I started searching for things online and realized that what I was looking for wasn't there so um, that's when I decided to create um, the Eco Edition as a design blog and started looking for like really interesting and inspiring sustainable homes and all the different materials that make them um, and, and furniture and just the people behind them. I wanted to know what the story was and how people were doing these things. Now, you, uh, you were inundated, weren't you, with, uh, with people just wanting your advice, wanting feedback. It was, uh, I suppose, you, you couldn't have anticipated the success of it. No, no. And it's been, I mean, it's been really, um, it's just such a positive thing that there's so many people that are interested in it. So I came from, obviously, a, a, like a professional design background. And it's something that, you know, us as designers and, and architects, and I guess that whole industry, we're very aware of it. We're very aware mm-hmm. that, you know, sustainability needs to be something that's not a nice to do. It's not a it's not a nice to have or if the budget can allow it. It's one of these things that just needs to be part of what mm-hmm. we do every day. Um, so to then uh, have so many people just like just homeowners, renovators, um, anyone who's looking to do a new build, just have those types of people get in touch to say, hey, I need a bit more help or what you know, asking questions about what was in the blog. Uh, Yeah, that's been just such a positive thing to know that there's just people around who are genuinely interested and want to do something. And that obviously has moved to uh, to obviously the uh, the design school. How's that going? I mean, I know that uh, you know it's all about trying to help people do it themselves. Um, mm. How's the design school? I know you've got some uh, some online courses that you're launching very soon. How are you going with that? Great. So uh, yeah, the the waitlist is now open for the design school. So it's uh, it's going to be uh, all online at the moment. 
and it'll just step people through the uh, the process of choosing sustainable materials and just to make it really simple. Um, I think like when you renovate a house or you build a house, it's just totally overwhelming and it's uh, there's so many different decisions that you need to make. So it's really just breaking all those decisions down, making it super simple so people can answer any questions that they have and just take it step by step through the process. Like we would do um, in the industry, when we're choosing materials, we go through it very methodically. And um, and then there's also, I guess, for people who aren't um, maybe feeling that confident about their design skills, mm. there's a whole module to help those guys um, work out what their design style is. So, um, you know, like we do in the industry, we know how to pull a design together. We know how to make things look good and be in a particular style and actually suit our personalities. And I think that's a really important thing that we're actually designing a home that suits us and how we want to feel in the house. There's always this perception that we have that uh, if we want to go eco and we want to go sustainable, that it's more expensive. Mm. Is that correct? I think it's like anything that you want. There's always a top end and there's always the the cheaper products. Um, There can be a little bit more expense in some things, but I think you just need to even them out and... Um, you know, if you, it's like if you wanted a marble bench top, you know that's going to be a bit more expensive, so mm. you might then have to peel back and save money elsewhere. But it's not necessarily the case that across the board things are more expensive. Um, at the moment, I'm um, in the process of designing my new house and looking for material, so I'm actually using my course at the moment oh, too fantastic. to go through the process myself yeah. and see if it works. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I'm finding that. There's just a huge amount of um, materials out there and it's just a matter of knowing what you're looking for and knowing where to find them and then like everything else, just kind of working out what the prices are and what can fit in your budget. And I suppose the other thing is eco and sustainability, it means that you don't go and buy that $1,500 furniture package that's going to last you for 12 12 months, 80 months, if you're lucky, Mm. it's really being sustainable is about going, okay, well, I might have to spend a little bit more, but it's going to last me a lifetime. Absolutely. Durability is a really big part of sustainability. So what we, you know, the, the construction industry produces something, I think like 19 million tonnes of waste every year, just in Australia. Oh my Lord. It's just, you can't even imagine that amount of waste. And that comes from when we decide that we want a new kitchen or we want to, um, you know, maybe demolish part of the house and put a bigger extension on. And, you know, if we're not thinking about what we can do, like actually it's more about taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. So we can't just go, oh, we'll just throw that away. Or the, the builder will sort it out and everything just goes into a skip and once it leaves your property, you, you, don't, know, you don't think about mm-hmm. it. But if you're ripping out a kitchen, then you should be thinking about what can I do with it first? Can someone buy it off me? Sometimes you can make money out of getting rid of your old kitchen mm-hmm. or your old furniture. So... Um, having things that are durable means that they're not going into landfill um, and it's something that can maybe be reused if you decide that you don't want that expensive you know, dining setting or whatever it mm. is and someone else has the opportunity to, to reuse it. And I think there's you actually save money in the long run. If you buy well first mm. up, then you don't need to buy it two or three times in your lifetime. You've got that table that lasts forever and it has a really nice sense of history. You know, you, you know that your kids grew up using that table mm. or maybe it's a table that came from your grandparents because it's, you know, such great quality. You can keep things in the family. We've forgotten all about that that side of things, haven't we? We just, this it's the disposable fashion, it's the disposable furniture. Everything is just disposable. Absolutely, yeah. And it's it's, I think, quite heartening to see that 
nowadays, I think people are getting more into the idea that your your home should be a place that has heart and it should be a place that um, you feel comfortable in. It feels like it's like I guess part of who you are Mm. so if you're always aspiring to what the current trend is then you're probably not as willing to spend Mm. money on something um, because you might change the style in a few years time you might always be constantly rotating through things and that's the thing isn't it I I just uh, yeah it's uh, I've moved recently and uh so, you know, downsizing, which is another big thing that Australians need to have a look at. Mm. The size of our houses is just ridiculous. But, um, you know, I, for the first time in 25-odd years, I threw out things that were 25 years old. Now, it was time to say goodbye to them. But, you know, as you said, and, you know, I passed those down. I, I donated those and passed them down. That's how we do it as a society. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. It's just about looking at what you've got and thinking, if I don't want it, who else can have it? How Mm. else can I pass it on to somebody else? Um, And you never know what people are interested Mm. in. Um, Building materials are a great great one because you, I think, would look at furniture and think, oh, I can sell that, somebody else would like it. But you wouldn't necessarily think that of your old carpet. But there's always people out there who are looking for things for so many I different reasons. I didn't even think of that. Absolutely. Everything, um, your kitchen sink, you know, there are businesses that are set up to sell secondhand um, building materials. And they're, they're here in Newcastle. So if you wanted secondhand window frames, you can save yourself a fortune by going out to buy secondhand. Um, yeah, sinks are a really common one. They're around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so many different secondhand things you can get. It's just incredible, and when you just you know when you start to delve into it, it uh, it really does become uh, become quite interesting. Where can we find out more information? So, if we want to uh, to either talk to you about interior design, or we want to find out more about uh, just the eco edition and your online courses, how do we get in touch with you? Uh, well, the the website is uh, ecoedition.net. Uh, on the, the homepage, you can see the design school there. Uh, I've got a free checklist, which um, anyone can um, instantly download. So that kind of, that gives you 50 tips on uh, ways to uh, choose sustainable materials for your home. Uh, there's lots of information there on the design school uh, and the course, uh, how to choose um, sustainable materials. So you can uh, pop your name on the wait list. And if you're just interested in um, learning a little bit more or looking at inspiring homes, then there's also a newsletter to sign up for. And that comes out uh, regularly uh, with lots of different tips and um, yeah, beautiful homes just to get you excited about what you could do in your own home. I just love it. It is, uh, when I saw it, it, uh, it really did, uh, it just resonated so strongly with me. And uh, I look, congratulations on, on doing it. Congratulations on taking the step, especially in COVID. My God, my God, you enjoying being back? home? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Nice to be around family and just, uh, yeah, I've always missed Newcastle. So it was it was always intended to come home. But yeah, getting back here now is just great. I yeah. just love it. And there's so much going on here. It's a fantastic time to be back. It really is. And uh, for those who do realise, Nadine is uh, is the wonderful daughter of the incredible Rick Poynton, who is uh, such a very loyal listener here to Newcastle Live. And uh, it must be great being back and being close to, to mum and dad again. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time, except except when he talks about his book and talks stories about his books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of hard to hear, but <laughs> funny at the same time. Exactly. Look, thank you so much for your time, Nadine. I really appreciate it. It is uh, Nadine Samwell and it is uh, Eco Edition. I thoroughly recommend if you uh, if you just even if you just want some more information on how you can make your home a little bit more eco-friendly, I thoroughly recommend uh, getting on and having a look at either the Facebook page or the website. 
everything that you need is there. So uh, absolutely get yourself on it. Thanks for coming in. Thanks very much for having me. My pleasure. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.